Vibe shift, anyone? Vibe shift, anyone? First of all, we have to understand what the word vibe means or what, it, uh, what the definition is, and that's not the energy that you bring into the room, but the way that people feel when you leave. And when I shifted that, when I started to understand that definition of what the vibe was, I started to realize that it wasn't about me when I walked in. It was about how the people felt. And if we could simply shift the vibe, we could shift anything. It uh, honestly is the missing ingredient that changes everything. If you haven't read the book, uh, jump on Amazon. There's a link in the uh, bio that you could check out the book. Also, too, you could check out the, uh, the merch. But if you're wearing the merch, which says vibe on it, make sure that you're in line with what your vibe is. And the way that you construct it is by taking your heart set, which is your beliefs, your mindset, which is your intentions, and your skill set, which is your actions, put them in line, you have an irresistible vibe. I look at that with a James Dixon, a Justin Laufty, a Greg Reed. Uh, Rob Cardenas, uh, Will Simmons, all these people have a vibe that when they walk away, I feel amazing. And it wasn't about them, but it was about the way that they made me feel. So today we're going to talk about a vibe shift. We're going through Proverbs 28, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, 3,000-year-old wisdom that's applicable today in your business, in your leadership, in your systems, in your culture, your relationships, or just in your life. Does anyone need a vibe shift today? Let's get this party started. Technology works until it doesn't. And today, it's not working. So we're going to go right into the vibe shift. And that is Proverbs 28, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day. We're going to be talking about discernment, uh, knowledge, instruction. And there's four components to this. Number one is that you read. Number two is that you write. Number three is that you speak. And number four is that you do. It's very, very simple. And it's amazing because my pops growing up, he would always be like, say to me, boy, you just keep it simple. You don't need to complicate things up. You don't need stuff and things. You just need to keep it simple, boy. Focus on the people. Build the people and allow the people to build the business. So in this vibe shift, the first one, when we're talking about reading, what are you reading? What are you reading in the morning? Are you reading things that will lift you up? And if you do this, if you take the time and you just read a little bit, read the book, The Vibe, uh, it'll help you. It's like 117 pages, and I wrote it myself, and it'll make your life a lot simpler, not easier, but it'll give you a kind of blueprint and uh, keeps it simple as far as building business that way. But... When we go into the first one, uh, the first question that, that God asked me this morning was, are you bold? And I was thinking, I'm a man. Like, I, I want to, I, I, I could do this. I'm bold. But watch this. In verse number one, it says, the wicked flee, though, though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. And I had to look at that, and it said, the righteous. Now, what is the righteous? A person who's righteous is, is acting right. <laughs> I always ask this of my daughter. I walk into a room and I say, baby, are you acting right? And she says, I'm acting real right, Pop. What is acting right? It's just being in communication with God and having, uh, asking him exactly what you would, he would need you to do on that particular day. Now, the other day, I, I didn't do this. 
I didn't act right because we went to Dave's Hot Chicken. Maddox wanted to go, and he was all excited about it. And we drove all the way to Oceanside. We are excited. We go, and we order. And you know what? It took a long time. To us, it did because it was fast food. We were sitting there, and my wife, who's awesome, Brooklyn, says, man, it's taking a long time. And then uh, a couple minutes later, she's like, wow, this is taking forever. And then she, a third time, she said, uh, if I was grading this based on the time that they delivered, this wouldn't be a good grade. And so she got up to get a drink, and, uh, and I whispered in my son's ear. I was like, Maddox, Maddox, when mom gets back to the table, ask her if her middle name is Karen. And Maddox kind of laughs a little bit. And then when she walks back up to the table, very serious, my son says, Mom, what's your middle name? Karen? And my wife just starts laughing. I start laughing. And then my wife was like, oh, well, Dad's a Karen, too, because on Christmas he, he uh, yelled at the, the customer service person and ruined their day. And I, and I was like, well, and she said that I ruined Christmas for that person. I was like, well, it wasn't Christmas in the country that they were calling from that, uh, you know, so I tried to excuse myself. But what happened throughout that day is that I was trying to give her a hard time. She was trying to give me a hard time, and we went back and forth with it. And I figured out that I wasn't right, although it was funny. I wasn't right in calling my wife out that way. Uh, I, I definitely uh, can joke with her, but I think that lifting her up would probably be a better thing to do. So in this, uh, in this verse 1, right, it says, The wicked flee, though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Are you bold in what it is that you do? And number two, in verse number two, it says, When a country is rebellious, it has many rulers, but the ruler with discernment and knowledge maintains order. If you have knowledge and discernment, where would that come from? That knowledge and discernment, first of all, would come from, you would need wisdom to understand the knowledge and the knowledge to be able to gain the discernment. So where do we get wisdom? The beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. Fear of God is just the respect of God. If we respect God, how can, if, the only way that we can respect him is by spending time with him. If we spend time with him, we'll see his character. Then we'll respect him. He'll give us wisdom. He'll give us knowledge. That'll help us with discernment. And that's how we can become bold. And in verse 7, 11, 14, 16, and 18, and uh, in verse 19, it says that, uh, let me go to verse 19. Those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will uh, have their fill of poverty. Are you bold enough to just work your land? Are you bold enough to, to walk in that? And I believe that we can shift our vibe if we're just bold enough to sit in and understand discernment, gain knowledge, and simply work our land. Now, and, uh, question number two that God asked me this morning is, are you kind? In verse uh, four through six, um, he said here, uh, those who forsake instruction praise the wicked, but those who heed it resist them. Evildoers do not understand what is right, but those who seek the Lord will fully understand it. Better is the poor who, whose walk is blameless than the rich whose ways are perverse. And God was asking me, are you kind? Are you contributing to every single environment? Are you simply just looking at yourself? And the way that I could change the vibe, number one, is I could be bold. Number two is I could be kind, and I could contribute to every environment. Now, I'm going to ask you and challenge you to read some of these verses because in verse 8, verse 9, verse 10, uh, verse 15, verse 17, and verse 20 of Proverbs 28, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, it drives home the fact of kindness. 
And it's amazing because it says in verse 12, it says, when the righteous triumph, there is great elation, but when the wicked rise to power, people go into hiding. And that's actually repeated. This is the first time in Proverbs I've ever seen a, a verse actually repeated in verse number 28. It says, when the wicked rise to power, people go into hiding, but when the wicked perish, the righteous thrive. It repeated that. And so how can we look at and say, how can we stay in, in, in righteousness or how can we stay in that place? Be bold by looking to fear God first, get the uh, wisdom, get the knowledge of him. He'll g- give you discernment. Are you kind? You need to get instruction from God, like to be kind and to contribute to every single situation. Question number three is, do you call it for what it is? And this was a hard one because a lot of times, uh, you know, I have the tendency to um, want to cover things up or, you know, make it seem like in my favor. I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but I'm imperfect. So uh, this is where I failed yesterday. We were in our men's group and I told them about uh, a prayer request that I had, but I kind of covered it up a little bit. And then I had to go back and be vulnerable and say, hey, guys, I was covering that up because of my ego. So I need you to pray for this. And there was one of the guys in the group just said, you know what? I appreciate that. I appreciate you actually telling me exactly the way that you felt at that time. And do you call it for what it is? In verse number 13, it says, whoever conceals uh, their sins does not prosper, but one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. So it's not about not doing wrong. You're going to do wrong. You're going to mess up. You're going to screw up, but call it, call it for what it is. In our company, Probably one of the greatest things that I ever did and one of the most freeing things is when I would screw up, make a bad decision, whatever it was, on a Tuesday meeting in front of the whole entire company, I would just tell them, I screwed up. I did this and let it be. It's easier to call yourself out than have somebody else call you out because it doesn't feel that good. In verse number 23, it says, whoever rebukes a person will in the end gain favor rather than one who has a flattering tongue. And imagine this. Imagine if you just spoke life to people. So you, you imagine in this, the, the read, right? So are you, are you bold? If you want to be bold, you're going to have to read things that will lift you up and tell you who you actually are. Number two is uh, writing. Are you kind? Are you gaining instruction? Are you writing down the things that you're reading? Number three is, uh, do you call it for what it is? Are you speaking that life into people? And this last one is just do, right? And so in doing this, in, in putting it all together, we got to add action to it. And God asked me this morning is, are you generous? Are you generous with your time? Are you generous with your talents? Are you generous with your, with your mind? Number, uh, verse number 22, it says, the stingy are eager to get rich and are unaware that poverty awaits them. Number 25, it says, the greedy stir up conflict, but those who trust in the Lord will prosper. Number 27, those who give to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to them receive many curses. You see, if you simply, if you want to shift the vibe in any place where you're at, read, write, speak, do. Read the word. Read the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, 3,000-year-old wisdom. Uh, Read something that lifts you up. Read something that will reflect you. And what I find with uh, Proverbs is when I read it, after I read it for a while, it starts to read me. It starts to say, like, what is going on? What is truly going on? And when I had to ask these questions of myself, are you bold? Well, if I'm truly bold, I'll know the truth. Because when I know the truth, I could step into it and not worry about it. Imagine that. Imagine being bold enough to just work your land. 
I talked to the, uh, my buddy Justin yesterday, and I said that so many people are looking for so many streams. This is what my brother taught me. So many streams, and we let's put it in the context of income. They're looking for streams of income, but they haven't invested in the river. Are you willing to work your land, your gifts, the diamonds that you're standing on? Because that river will create the streams, but most people are trying to create streams off of somebody else's river. Work your land. But the only way that we'll work our land is if we're bold, if we understand the truth and we sit in that truth and because we're reading it and it's reading us, are you kind? If you're kind, then you'll understand the instruction that is given because the, the right thing at the right time is not always the same thing. But we got to gain instruction. Where do we gain instruction? Through writing out what we're reading. Writing out some of those things. You'll start to gain clarity. The next one is, do you call for what it is as far as speak? Do you speak life to people? And this is the way that you speak life. Use their name and say something very specific that inspired you and why it inspired you. This will change everything. And the last one is just, what is your actions or what are you doing? Are you generous? Are you generous with your time? Is the actions that you have and the things that you're doing, are they in line with that boldness? Are they in line with that kindness? And are they in line with that truth that you're speaking to people. So if you want to shift the vibe, read, write, speak, do. Proverbs 28, the corresponding proverb, corresponding day. Guys, make sure that you click the link uh, to subscribe. Hit the notify button so that way when we come on, then you'll know exactly there. Go in the bio. Check out the book, The Vibe. I would appreciate it. I appreciate all of you. And lastly, check out the merch. If you wear the vibe on your chest or on the, the hoodie that we have, the little uh, the hats or the, uh, any of those things, make sure that you're aligning what your vibe is. The way that we could shift it is by reading, writing, speaking, and doing, and getting your heart set, your mindset, and your skill set all in line to create an irresistible vibe. My name is Kelly Cardenas, and I'm officially off the hot seat. Peace, love, and soul.